Hi guys, welcome back to the Grow With Jazz podcast. I'll be bringing you fitness education with practical application. And today we're gonna be doing a listener Q&A. So I've collated some questions, uh, both from people in my group training program, my one-to-one clients, and I also put it out on my Instagram. So I picked kind of a handful of questions I thought would be interesting to kind of cover in a bit more detail here. Let's not waste time. Let's just get into the first question. Beginning with... How do I decide if I have to cut, maintain, or build? I started the gym four months ago, training four times per week. I guess my first thought would be, you don't have to do anything. This is about what your priorities are and and what you care about. So there's no must, there's no shoulds. It's very much about you having a think about, right, what, what do I care about in my fitness? You know, why am I doing this? Do I have particular physique goals particular strength performance goals and then making sure the phase you choose to enter you know if you do want to enter a diet or or a surplus or whatever is aligned with the things you care the most about um so i guess the situations you could be in would be a um my key focus is to build as much muscle as physically possible as efficiently as you possibly can if that's what you care about the most if you're like yeah muscle building getting super strong that is like my key goal here then entering a small surplus going into a building phase would be perhaps the right path for you alongside that you may gain a little bit of body fat whilst kind of in a surplus because that's the nature of it but if that's you know that's the journey you want to go on then it sounds like a a build would be appropriate for you if you want to get stronger and build some muscle but maybe you're at a body composition where you don't really want to gain more body fat going forwards um stay at maintenance your muscular gains are going to be slower but you won't gain fat alongside it also if you're kind of like oh i just kind of wanted to train because I love it I want to get stronger I want to see progress I want to you know build my physique gradually over time but I don't really want to do loads of tracking or these builds and cuts maintenance cool like so many people think they have to have to be in a diet or have to be in a surplus live your life chill at maintenance fuel yourself well have enough energy get stronger over time and like do it for all the other positive reasons apart from just you know optimizing muscle building or dieting you know that just being at maintenance and being really into the gym and training getting stronger and gradually building muscle is a really great thing to do now if you're in the position where you've got body fat that you particularly want to lose you feel like that's a priority you feel like you'll be more comfortable um, when it's reduced then a cut or a dieting phase might be right for you particularly since you're a newbie um you you might be able to build a bit of um, muscle whilst you're dieting whilst in a deficit as well if you're newer to the gym because it's kind of a novel stimulus and so a dieting phase could be right for you to start with um but just make sure it's the thing you care the most about not what so and so is doing on social media make sure it's the right time for whatever you choose for example if you have a stressful or busy time maybe dieting isn't right for you currently and maybe it would be better in a few months down the line when that's passed if you're not if I know you are but if someone isn't training consistently maybe we don't want to go into a surplus because we don't really have that kind of consistent stimulus to build muscle that would make the most out of being in that surplus so there's some factors to consider 
What are your favourite weighted slash non-weighted exercises for building upper core strength? We want to do crunching movements, so movements where the pelvis and the sternum are brought closer together and we kind of um, minimise the distance between the pelvis and sternum. We see that midsection crunch, the kind of lower back is rounded. That's what we want to train because that's how we get the rectus abdominis, which is the kind of six-pack muscle area, short, contracted. Um, and so we want to do those in a way that is going to challenge them either with load, so something like a cable ab crunch or if your gym has like an ab crunch machine um, or putting yourself in kind of positions where your legs will act as the load so like a gar hammer raise a hanging knee tuck um, a reverse crunch um you could go in a position where your upper body would act as the load so like a decline crunch where you're kind of on that decline bench and and the pelvis stays still but you're bringing the sternum up towards the pelvis or you could do something like a lying weighted crunch with a dumbbell or a plate or something heavy that you've got at home if you train from home next question what is amino amino spiking in protein powders and what should consumers look out for to avoid it so from my knowledge amino spiking is basically where um, companies use lower grade amino acids so something like l-glycine or L-taurine, I think it is, um, which they're non-essential amino acids. So they're already produced in the body and those type of amino acids don't contribute much towards muscle protein synthesis. And so they include these these amino acids that aren't as useful, let's say, um, to bump up the protein content of the powder supplement so the company can then report that it's got a really this really high protein content but the type of amino acids that they're bulking it out with aren't that helpful or useful for our muscle building so so the protein powder is kind of a lower quality overall but they can you know put on the label it's got x grams of protein even though it's it's not particularly helpful for our muscle protein synthesis um so things to look out for i'd say protein powders that are super cheap um might be a bit of a red flag or if you look on the ingredients list and you look out for some of those lower grade amino acids so those kind of non-essential amino acids like taurine like um like glutamine arginine and and some of them kind of bulk it out with things like creatine as well which obviously isn't an amino acid but just putting other products in there um to bulk the powders out now if if those amino so it's not bad if there are some of those amino acids in but if they're listed in larger quantities than our high quality high quality amino acids that we want like leucine isoleucine um valine and, and that kind of thing um you you know the company might be packing the powder out with the cheaper kind of lower quality options so if those lower you know those lower grade ones are in higher amounts so higher percentages than our kind of high quality amino acids that's an issue um they might also be kind of excluded from the ingredient list but maybe listed somewhere else on the packaging or maybe on the website I guess it's a bit of a red flag if that is not easy to see the ingredients as well. Um, or it's like a proprietary, pro- that's a really hard word to say, proprietary blend. 
um I'd stick with reputable brands just to stay on the safe side. You know, I work with my protein, so and they obviously provide really high quality products at a, a pretty reasonable price. So I'd recommend just going with something like that that's well known, that's well tested, and that kind of thing. If you are interested in getting products from um, my protein, I've got a discount code that you can use to get some money off as well. It's Jazz Fit. Actually, if you're listening to this in January, there's quite a big kind of sale going on like their January sale is pretty big so now is probably a good time Jazz Fit spelled J-A-S Fit um, because my name's actually Jasmine with an S anyway next question um, today is a bit of a long question but it's good to get some context today I had my second leg training session since I had COVID and over the new year uh, since I have COVID and over the new year okay so yeah since being away due to new year covid and that kind of thing and unfortunately it didn't go particularly well i couldn't use anywhere near the weight that i normally can and my heart rate was really high during the reverse lunges so this is someone in my group training program we have reverse lunges at the moment um it was so high that i was only able to do two sets of the last exercises i know it's normal for it to take time but i was thinking about a question normally you have to train close to muscular failure in order to provide any training stimulus is an easier training session far from failure still as useful um and is at least enough to maintain muscle or is it just quote-unquote exercise and not training like going for a walk or pilates since many people are sick at the moment this question may also concern others so my response to that would be firstly asking yourself am i am i ready to train yet is my body in a position where training makes sense for me if it is making you feel worse if it is taking ages for you to recover from if you are getting really sore from like a session that wouldn't usually make you sore particularly if the intensity is lower to me that might say actually we've still got the effects of you know covid and that kind of thing hanging around perhaps we need a little bit longer so so that's one thing i'd you know i know it's very particular a lot of people are ill it's very tempting to rush back into the gym but if your body can't we're not getting any so, so when you go in the gym you you create this stimulus the muscle growth and that kind of thing happens afterwards so if you are if your body doesn't have the resources to recover from the stimulus in the gym you're not getting any of the benefits so you won't get the muscle growth or anything and actually you might just cause an additional stress on the body which can actually just make it worse so i just encourage you to think about that first um but then kind of the next step would be okay well we've got to kind of gradually return to the gym at some point and bring the intensity down perhaps cut you know dropping a set of every exercise keeping more reps in reserve they're all very good things we can be doing when we're returning to the gym Um, and what's required to maintain muscle is much lower than what's required to build it in the first place so both from like a um a volume standpoint so how much training how many sets we need um, and also from an intensity standpoint so for you to maintain muscle you can train at a lot lower intensity fewer times per week um you know some research suggests we only need about a third of our training volume so a third of the amount you you do um to kind of maintain the muscle you've got versus what you might need to build muscle so those sessions where you're kind of going at a lower intensity dropping a few sets and that kind of thing they can still certainly be productive at maintaining your muscle mass for sure and also it 
you know, it maintains the habit for some people kind of being out of routine. If they struggle with that consistency, it can be good to kind of be maintaining that habit. Um, and also from a standpoint of um, just kind of moving your body, going through the movement patterns, kind of practicing the skills and the techniques, it can be useful from that standpoint as well. And my other note would be if you are, you know, transitioning back into the gym, it's going to be really important to make sure, well, I guess before you transition back into the gym, your nutrition needs to have been in a place where you've had enough appetite to be eating enough food you know not being in a deficit obviously when we're ill and that kind of thing sometimes appetite can be thrown in that kind of thing it's not ideal to then be stepping inside the gym when we've not been getting our protein we've been in a deficit and that kind of thing so those those foundations with your nutrition should be in place first if you want to avoid losing muscle mass make sure we're not in a deficit make sure we're getting enough protein um you know and and then you know gradually easing our way back into the training as well but you know there's definitely value in in doing those sessions if you're in a position where um you know you're almost better um from a muscle maintenance standpoint even if you can't push super hard in that kind of thing next question i am strength training around four times per week but losing muscle and fat at the same time whilst eating enough protein how do i prevent this from happening Scenario one would be you have slashed your calories too low, you've been too aggressive with the size of your calorie deficit and as well as losing fat you've put your body in a position where you're losing muscle at the same time. So if you're dropping weight very quickly for a number of weeks, you know it's not just water weight that we can see quite a drastic loss in the first week or so of of a diet, you know if you've been losing weight pretty rapidly, your calories are really low, even if you're getting enough protein, you put yourself at risk of losing muscle. My second, the you know, the second scenario would be, how do you know you're losing muscle? Often, women store fat in areas like our hips or our bum. I can't say I'm part of that team, unfortunately. But in general, that is where women store fat, legs, hips, bum um stomach and that kind of thing so when people say i lost my bum whilst i was dieting maybe you lost the fat on top of your glute muscles but didn't have as much glute muscle as you thought so when you go in a dieting phase and when you lose fat you can't choose where you lose that fat from so if someone has like quite a favorable quote-unquote favorable like distribution of body fat and they've got you know big glutes because they have fat on top of the muscle there if they diet they might lose quite a lot of that glute size because they're losing a lot of fat and maybe as i said they didn't have as much glute muscle as they and I'm just using the glutes as an example, it could be your, your quads or your legs, you know, we've got, you know, fat sits on top of muscle mass, and so when we lose fat, obviously these areas can get smaller, and so that'd be my question, do you know, you know, if you're eating enough protein, if your calories aren't too, you know, drastically low, if you are still training the same, you're still pushing yourself hard in the gym, you know, you've not changed your training, you're still training the same way, and resistant training, that's very important, you need to continue with the way you you've been training your resistance training the same intensity and that kind of thing then you might just be losing fat from areas that 
and they're getting smaller and it you know there maybe was less muscle mass there in the first place that could be a situation you know if your body weight's not dropping super drastically if your calories aren't really low if you're still training the same way that that could be what's happening so obviously to prevent losing muscle mass eat, eat enough protein be in a, a moderate size deficit don't do anything drastic and make sure you're still training in the same way and pushing yourself hard in the gym and that kind of thing that's all really that's all we can do and actually you can diet and maintain a lot of your muscle mass but you, a situation might be where actually you're losing fat and revealing the muscle mass you do have maybe it was less muscle than you thought in certain areas in the first place potentially um okay one more question how do we know that achieving a lean or shredded physique um or body is going to be hard or take really long for us personally based on our bodily genetics and so I think what you mean by that is how do you know if it's going to be difficult for you personally to achieve a certain physique like a lean shredded body um maybe firstly we can have a look at like what is your natural disposition position physique wise like what was your physique like as a child some children are naturally very lean very low body fat and some aren't that could be a a decent indicator of how hard it might be um ask yourself have you ever adhered to a, a dieting phase for an extended period so have you ever gone into a fat loss phase and and been adherent to it and stuck to it for a good amount of time and look at kind of how that went for you how much did your calories have to change throughout that dieting period you know did your body keep kind of plateauing and then you had to drop calories again you know did you end up on calories that were way lower than your maintenance calories that might suggest your metabolism is a bit more flexible you know it's a bit more adaptive so for some people they have a slightly more more flexible metabolism so that means that kind of around their maintenance calories they they would have to kind of increase their calories quite a lot to get up into a surplus but then they'd have to drop their calories quite a lot to get kind of into a deficit because their body their their metabolism so they're kind of generally it's going to be their subconscious movement when you feed them more subconsciously they're moving around more they talk with their hands they stand up a lot but then when you drop their calories they sit down a lot more and that that is subconscious and you can't really kind of control that so if you've got a slightly more flexible metabolism it your calories might have to be lower to get into a deficit and to get that kind of lean shredded look or whatever but but anyone can get lean and shredded um you know anyone it's just going to be impacted by what your lifestyle is like so how active you are how much time you've got how much you socialize and that kind of thing um it's going to be as i said impacted by your metabolism and and kind of that is based on your genetics um impacted by as i said your activity levels what your training is like what your work lifestyle is like all those things are going to impact how hard it is and how long it takes the final thing is you might not you might lose a load of body fat but not get that like lean shredded look that you've got in your mind um if you don't have as much muscle in the first place and so that's another thing like you can't we can't just 
lose loads of body fat than expect to see all this definition and this tone and blah 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 if we don't have a really good amount of muscle mass in the first place so that's obviously one other thing to consider because I think quite often people lose fat and then they're like oh I thought I was going to look like x or I thought my shoulders would look like this or my abs would look like this and it's like well how how much time have you spent at least at maintenance or maybe in a surplus actually building muscle mass having physical muscle to kind of reveal to get that shredded look where you've got you know the muscle definition you've got the lines and that kind of thing because if if we've not done enough of that if you've you're you know only been in the gym for a year or whatever you probably don't have much muscle in the first place so when you strip back the fat there might not it might not give that kind of look that you've got in mind so i think that's one other thing to consider as well so i hope that was useful insightful enjoyable whatever if it was i'd love to hear um and obviously you know i'll try to do i know people like kind of q a episodes so i'll try to do these relatively regularly on the podcast so we can kind of go into topics into a little bit more detail but if you want to discuss anything further today that i I spoke about and you've got any questions in regards to kind of any um of the questions i answered just get in touch drop me a dm drop me an email always more than happy to help um and if you'd like to work with me further and have that kind of um regular support from me i'll leave all the information about grow with jazz one-to-one coaching and also train with jazz um, group training program in the show notes below for you to check out but that's all from me today i hope you have a fabulous rest of your day and we'll chat again next week